Welcome to the Right Room Podcast. Y'all know the drill. Oh, we got T Streets in the building early. All right. T Streets. You. What's good? Doing all right, Doing man. How are you? I'm good. I'm trying to load this music before everybody else joins. Hold on. Where is that? All right. Oh, Trey. Yeah, yeah. What's yo, good? yo, what up, man? Man, we ain't here, baby. In the building. How y'all doing? I'm good. Doing well. Bro. Doing well. How about hey. yourself? <laughs> busy, bro. Busy, but busy, busy, busy's good. So whenever I say I'm busy, I'm not complaining. Hey, you know I got um. So the video was edited. It's done. All I gotta do is load it to YouTube. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, bro, it's still E. Bro, E ain't been answering the phone, bro. Hey, bro, I've been. He ain't been shower since last bro. Wednesday night. Bro, I ain't, <laughs> bro, I ain't been to the gym. I ain't been doing nothing, <laughs> dog. Bro. I ain't been doing nothing but consume in the lab, in the lab, to get that bro. joint straight, bro. Hey, bro Point blank, period. Know. AG. AG. Back off in your what up? Oh, what off the IR. Off the IR. Yes, sir. Hello. Yes, sir. I got cleared. You know what I mean? Got the cortisone shots going. Got that okay. rehab going. It's a beautiful thing. We got That's the team good, in. Man. We got the, we got got the, the whole team. a whole mob in this joint, man. We got As the mob, we should. bro. Hey, listen. Check it out. Do y'all do y'all cook on Friday night, bro? No, I don't do it. Nah, ain't too much cooking going on Friday night. Bruh. So I do the Chick-fil-A joint. In my house, the homemade joint oh, wow. tastes better than Chick Fil A. I'm doing them again tomorrow night. So if y'all around my neighborhood, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, what you do? The burgers and the fries, or what? Nah, no, no, no. I, just, I mean that burger. I do but... the chicken. Yeah. So, so you know, you gotta, you have to soak the uh, the chicken in a uh, pickle juice. Oh. Oh. Ah, okay. Yo, so you put it, you put it in pickle juice, and I like saute it. I put it in the fridge, bro. I let it sit in there. Well, I already prepped it for tomorrow, tonight. So it's going to be crazy, bro. Okay. The kids, the, everybody, everybody love it, bro. I'm kind of a chef because men are the best cooks. <laughs> there you go. Very true. That's there you go. your upcoming show. Men are okay. the best cooks. Stop playing with me, man. Hey, uh, the best everybody cook, relax. It's everybody a fact. Relax. This is true. Hey, hold hey, on. Hey, let me ask a e, e, Do you like Chick-fil-A? Definitely. Okay, okay, okay. We're still good. All right, Definitely. cool. <laughs> <laughs> he did say burgers. Nah. Matt, I don't really eat burgers that much, but yeah. the um there's a Chick-fil-A by my um job and I go there. I won't say too much, but no such thing, sir. But when I do <laughs> when I do eat out for the most part it is Chick-fil-A. I mean likewise. fast food, put it like that. Likewise, likewise. It's my you know, favorite. Chick-fil-A crack, so, bro. Crack. But yeah. Yeah, it is. Me welcome everybody in here. Welcome to the rec room. Um, this is episode number 32. We're doing a part two of last week's episode, which was Men Don't Talk. Um, and we were kind of reading all, we were t- talking about the reasons why um, men don't communicate well sometimes in relationships and friendships um, or even in marriages. And uh, we had, we looked at this site. I can't think of the site, but it had 25 reasons why men don't uh 26 reasons why men, what causes men not to, to talk. 
or communicate. And uh, those 26 reasons, we didn't get through all of them. I think we got, I can't remember what we got to, 16. but I don't know once I look at it. It's like 15, 16, something yeah, like 15, that. Yeah, 15, 16. So we got some more to get to. And so we're going to continue that. Uh, after we talk about a little bit of what's going on around the world, and the first thing is, um, I know uh, everybody's been paying attention to Colorado. Uh-huh. Football team, Deion Sanders is the head coach of that football team, and they played uh, last Saturday, and they won. It was a very close game, um, but they pulled it out, right? But through all of that, my question is, uh, there was so in the play, there was a hit from uh, a guy from Colorado State. He, he uh, hit, I can't think of my man. Travis name. Hunter? Travis Hunter. Yeah. And he didn't, and, and people are saying that, some people are saying that it was uh, an illegal hit. He should have been put out the game. Not only should he have been put out the game, he should have been suspended. And then other people are saying that um, that hey, it comes, it, it happens in football in slow motion. It looks bad, but in fast motion, it was just a football play. Do y'all think it was a dirty play, or y'all think that it was, you know, it was? Yeah, that was, was grimy. That was think grimy. So? Yeah, man. I think they were trying to send a message. It's you know, hard nosed football, right? It's like anything in basketball. You did an extra hard foul just to like send a message. So don't try to come down here the middle. Pause. You know, don't try to come down the middle again because I'm a you know I'm a foul you. So it was a late hit. The gentleman uh, Travis Hunter actually was injured. I think he's going to be out. Uh, and T, correct me if I'm wrong. Like six weeks or something. They're saying three. three. They're saying okay. three, but I think it's going to be more. Yeah, because I think it had something to do with liver. You know what I mean? So I'm like, come oh, on, wow. man. Like, you know, and you know what? I think what speaks violence about the gentleman's character was when he was interviewed about it, he said, no, I don't feel like it was a late hit. This is football. I don't hold anything against them. But did you see the fact that the player that hit Travis Hunter has been getting death threats and basically is a walking target right that. now? I saw that. And Coach Prime actually spoke on that. And uh, yeah. And, yeah, he gave a he gave a good message, just saying, "Hey, man, it was a football play. That dude got living his dream, playing football. Things happen, and he definitely don't deserve any death threats." But T Streets, you never mentioned if you thought that it was a, a dirty hit on that. This is what I'll say. I like it. I like it on all accords, only because the only reason I think the main reason why it happened before the kickoff. I should have sent the video to the group. Cause I just saw it today. My bad for not sending it, but there's a video out of Travis Hunter in the pregame while everybody's warming up, going over to Colorado State's team, talking, you know, talking smack, talking about he's standing on business, going back and forth. You know, fight almost breaks out. So it's like, okay, you calling them chumps? You calling them nobodies? Mm. Now, okay, you talk your talk. I love it. I love what he did. Now it's time to, to get physical on the field. I love the fact that Colorado State came and tried to kill him. I do. Mm-hmm. I wish it was a legal hit. I wish it was a clean hit, a clean hit. Right, right, it's, right, it's, right. It's, it's borderline dirty. I wish it was right. clean because he didn't hit him in the head. It was all chest. It was yeah, just was. a little. It was just a little late. It's old school. Like that's old school football. That's the football I grew up on when I was like five, six, took six to about thirteen before the real rules changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that that was a dirty ass play, bro. And 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 even if even if mm-hmm. even if, if like if Colorado would have did the same thing to them, 
I would have said the same. Mm-hmm. I would have said the same thing. The guy was the guy was defenseless. Um, but it sucks because I was talking to you about it. It sucks because they're playing Oregon this week. And Oregon yep. is is their best matchup. But I mean, you know, um, Travis will be back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but the dope part about it is that how much viewership. Mm-hmm. I mean, bro, I stayed up to three o'clock in the morning watching this game, bro. Mm-hmm. I ain't watched college football since 25 years ago. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, I was, yeah. I'm and, I, and, and I was into it, bro. They had 9.3 million people, bro, mm-hmm. watching, fifth? watching Wasn't the game. The fifth highest college game? The fifth most watched regular season game ever on, on the network for any time slot. Yep. The, the broadcast window for ESPN uh, football averaged about 1.7 viewers last year. The network says so. It's 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 off off the chain. Man. Well, you know, Oregon impact. they play um, Oregon this weekend, right? And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be a blowout. No, nah. but I'm gonna go on um, on record to say that I do think that uh, Colorado is going to get their first loss. So, I, I think it's a tough. I think one, bro. yeah, I think so too. But you can never uh, beat out spirit. But it isn't going to be from lack of trying. I think Oregon is just the matchup on their end. I don't even watch college football like that, but I know that program very well. Well, and, you know what I mean? But, you know, look at what Dion did in such a short amount of time. You know, like the fact that he's true. to this point and he's leaving it out on the field, you know, and they're running a very good organization, teaching these young men to be good men. And they're an example and they're yeah, making an immediate impact to Colorado. I think Boulder, right, if I'm not mistaken, right? They're out of yeah, Boulder. Boulder. Yep. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? Salute to them because it's all positive, man. I didn't yeah, ask you, E, did you think that was a late hit or do you think it's all fair and love and war? Um, I think it was purpose, on purpose. Yeah. Um, In terms of was it legal, I guess it was legal because um, where he hit him. Um, But I, I'm, I'm a little bit with, with T-Streets, you know. um, I don't believe in dirty play, but I do believe in like, you know, when you got a team that's 2-0 and when you come there, you got to show them that you're not playing no games. And I'm not saying do illegal hitting, but to, to, Get to you know, yeah, you know what I mean? I, I can understand that because that's the way that you beat the team. And only <laughs> reason part. I say Oregon may may win this weekend is because Shador Sanders, he, he, his line, his offensive line is not the best. And he gets, they, I just saw a stat where he has to uh, rush his throws more than a lot of quarterbacks have to. Mm-hmm. So their offensive line was always a question, and you can't keep – at some point it's going to um, – them close games are not going to go your way. But, um, and I'll say this. On, yeah. on, the, on paper, Oregon should blow Colorado out. It's not close on paper. Yeah. But that's why they play the games. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Colorado I expect – defense got to get better, bro. Definitely. Yeah. I expect yeah. Oregon to blow them out, though. Now, for some NFL talk, um, Washington played Denver Broncos, right? And Washington, uh, the Commanders, I always hate saying that name, but the Commanders, (laughs) they come back from uh, from 21-3 in the second quarter, and they hold on to win 35-33. to They start the season 2-0, which is dope. Now, what I will say is that I really, you know, I have a problem because the last years, it's tough for me to watch the Commanders play um, because we we lose a lot, it's just it, it's just a, a lot, right? I'm not gonna get into all of it, but what I will say is when they are losing, it's tough for me to watch the game, 
and it looked like we were ready to get blown out. So when it looked like we was ready to get blown out, I turned the game off. I'm tired of having that feeling. I'm tired of going through that. It made me feel like here go the same old same shit. Here we go. And then next thing you know, I turn uh-huh. and it's tied up. Hey. And I was like, wow. And we end up winning the game. And I think that's a statement game because those type of games in the past, we would lose every single time, point blank, period. Right? Am I right, T-Street? You are definitely right. Uh, that game, when it was 21-3, to 3, I think I texted the group yep. and said, I'm turning it off. <laughs> and the only reason why I didn't turn it off is because I received a phone call right after that text. So I wasn't paying attention to it. I just had it on, talking on the phone. The next thing I know, I'm like, hold on. They look like they want to play. So I start watching again. So, yeah, that was it. When they won, what do you say? Maybe we don't suck that bad. Yeah, maybe maybe not. Just maybe not. Hey, I love that. Now, so now there was another game, and and Trey, I have to do this to you. Uh Um, So Uh the Bears played the, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? And the ten and the oh the Bears lost twenty seven to fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bears are, are zero and two. And mm-hmm. so uh, with that being said, I saw what's your quarterback's name, Trey? It doesn't matter what Justin, the quarterback's Justin, name. Oh, is. Justin Fields, right? <laughs> now Justin Fields is uh, I actually like Justin Fields, and they did an interview with him. Um, I saw it on ESPN, and they asked him, you know, why do you think you're struggling? And he basically responded and said, um, it's the coaching. Mm-hmm. Now, they oh, say that great. that's a rule that you never do when it comes to being interviewed. You never point the finger. And then he came back out to practice and tried to clean it up. But he said what he wanted to say. He's basically saying True. that the coaches are putting too much on his plate mm-hmm. and um, it's causing him to mess up. What you say, Trey? So it's just like when it's, bro, it's too many chefs in the kitchen and everybody is, nobody, nobody was a first timer, meaning, the play caller, he he came from Green Bay, but he he had goddamn Aaron Rodgers on this damn team. So I don't even know if this motherfucker was good in the first place. Okay, <laughs> he had Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Number two, you got Ibraflus that came from the, the the defense with the Colts. They ain't never win shit, but they looked okay. So they made him the head coach. Then he bought his man who resigned yesterday. Mm-hmm. How you resign? You coach one game and you was anyway. I'm sorry. So look, <laughs> health issues. I hope my man. You know, they say he raided his house. Mm. He said, oh man, the rumors was crazy. The rumors. The rumors, the rumors said my man house got raided. He had to get a lawyer. The lawyer mm. said no. They didn't. Ra- Yo, man, listen, some crazier stuff shit, than that. This uh. shit only. This shit only happens with us. Meanwhile, uh. my starting left tackle goes <laughs> on injury reserve yesterday. Okay. Mm. Then I got just you got four goddamn tornadoes happening in one damn day, and we ain't won a goddamn game yet. Okay, hey man, so, so it's early, man. man. Keep, keep the so, faith, man. So, but, 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 hold on. Are we going to beat Kansas City this week? Hell yeah, we're going to beat Kansas City. Play my <laughs> music. Care Bears. Play my music, T. Care Bears. Play my music, T. We're going to whoop Patrick Mahomes' ass out that, there. That's a bold prediction. Now, yeah. the Vikings beat uh, AG's. No, the Vikings played AG's yeah. team, the let's, Eagles. Let's let's back this up a little bit. You don't like that aggression. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> know why, why it came out that way. Now, the game was a little Nas close did. now. Oh, there you go. There y'all go. Now, the Vikings and versus the Eagles. The Vikings yeah. actually, um, it's I don't know. It seemed maybe the Vikings came back because I thought they were losing kind of bad at first. I don't know, but they were. The score ended up thirty four twenty eight. The Vikings did put up a fight um, after yeah. the Eagles were kind of yeah, winning. That's so, a beautiful you know. thing. 
Um, I, I look at it two ways. I think that the NFL is privy to what the Eagles do. I think it's very clear how the Eagles play, and they everybody had a good amount of time to study film and know exactly what they do because any of their little tricks is just getting cut off. Um, you know, every time Jalen's about to go for a run, they're they're stopping. Every time he's doing his quick passes or those long passes, they're they're playing the proper defense against them. I'm a fan, but they got to switch it up. You know, I, they they still they still are winning one way, shape, or form. They're close games when they start taking off on them. You know, they start doing well. And I don't know if it's their defense. I don't know if it's their O line. Something ain't jiving right now. But the it's great going- news is, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go, no. Ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, the great news is, you know what? It's only like what, uh, week three. Week. Yeah, week that's two. it. Yeah. So like, you know, well, yeah, going who week, knows? Week you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. But I will say that from what I've seen from them so far, it's like they're they they picked up from where they left off last year, which is a good thing. But they need to throw some diversity in there. They gotta switch it up. So it's like I think that people's got their number. So keep an eye on the Eagles and keep an eye on Kansas City because both of those teams lost their coordinators. Right. True. True. So, so both of the Eagles' top coordinators are coaching in, in different places, and so right, is KC. Uh, KC's OC is in Washington now. Yep. Uh, so thirty-five but, points a game. Hey. You're going to see how great Andy <laughs> Reid is as a yeah. coach because he still gets through that shit. Didn't right? he, didn't didn't Andy come from Philly? Yes. Yeah, originally. Yeah. Isn't that originally. funny? Well, before that San Fran. But before that San Fran, yeah. Yeah, but let's, let's talk about Philly, the connection of greatness. That oh, was goodness. <laughs> anyway, other news. Um, so have I y'all noticed, it. have y'all noticed it. that, um, I don't know, maybe strikes happen a lot, but it just seems like lately. So, you know, uh, on one of the pods, we were talking about the UPS mm-hmm. and um, UPS strike. Or was mm-hmm. it FedEx? I think it was UPS. Yeah, anyway, yes. they, they they went on strike, mm-hmm. and they end up getting uh, something great came out of it because um, it actually worked, right? Yep. And they end up getting the salaries boosted and stuff like that. And then right now there's an actors and writers strike, mm-hmm. and that's for you know that's affecting actors and actresses in the film world because they're on strike because they feel like they're not getting paid enough, and so mm-hmm. the ending of that hasn't prevailed yet because I think yep. they're still on strike. Yep. So, the so now, um, and it seems like, you know, strikes is what you have to do in order to get something accomplished mm-hmm. from a big company. Mm-hmm. And so now we have uh, in CNN business, UAW workers, mm-hmm. they launch an unappreciated, no, an unprecedented strike right. against all big three automakers. So it mm-hmm. says um, the United Auto Workers Union is on strike against General Motors, mm-hmm. Ford, and um, and some other joint. I ain't even going to try to pronounce. The first time... In its history, that it that it has struck all three of America's um, unionized automakers at the same time. So I guess it never happens with all three. Workers on Friday walked out of three plants, um, one each from the big three automakers in Missouri, Michigan, and Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, they were met with che- picketers were met with cheers, and they were waving uh, union. They were waving signs. And so it says the UAW referred to its targeted strike of the three plants as stand-up strike, which is called strategic new approach to walking off the job. My question first is, um, have you all ever walked out of a job? Mm-hmm. T has. Go ahead, T. <laughs> have you ever went on strike and walked uh, out? Have I? I think I have, but I can't remember for sure. All right. <laughs> so it really says, sure. I mean, it's, like, 
I mean, I got fired and quit at the same time. Oh, so does that, does that count? <laughs> fired? I'm trying to think. Have <laughs> no. I ever been fired before? No. Fired. I think. I've been, I've been laid off. I never though. got fired. That's though. the same thing, though. Nah, yeah. no, it's not. Nah, some, nah, nah, sometimes nah, it is. Nah, it certainly Sometimes it is. I stand with E. No, being laid off. <laughs> like, you right. <laughs> that's situational. It is yeah, who you situational. They yeah. say you laid off, but they really fired you. Yeah, I was laid off, but I was fired. Yeah, I know that too. You know. That's so a beautiful with, thing. with that, um, so it's just a lot of strikes. I guess they're going to strike. I don't know if it's going to affect cars being made, um, mm, bro, or listen, not. Let, I'll let me, say let this. Me, let, go ahead, go, T. go ahead. Okay, because I'm not. That's not going to be much left when I'm done. <laughs> there, there are four main uh, points why the auto strike is happening. Uh, one is for increased rate wages, yep. uh, and the union wants a forty percent raise over a length of four years. So far, the auto companies are only offering 20 percent. They also want to reinstate the cost of living protections back in 2007, eight, nine. I'm sorry I didn't write it down. But back during that time period, uh, one of the uh, auto companies, they were about to go belly up. And, you know, in order to save the company, employees gave over their cost of living protections and they're trying to get it back and of course the automakers they don't really want to do that now the third thing they want to end the two-tire wage uh, and benefit system and that is basically right now for any new employees they're held at a lower rate even as time goes on with the more experienced workers doing the same job mm -hmm. and uh the union wants to well in 2019 they agreed to a eight-year progression scheme to uh, allow for the new hires to catch up to the current employees now they want it to be 90 days where the uh auto companies they want to change it to a four-year progression scheme until they can make the top dollar and the fourth reason is they want job security mm -hmm. because of the EV transition mm -hmm. that's that's starting. Mm -hmm. And you know the union right now the union um, <laughs> you know they they don't care mm -hmm. they don't really yeah. care. And you know the 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 union wants I mean the un the automakers don't care. The union wants they wants they want their right to continue to strike and in in in, in oh, sorry. In any event that a plant shuts down, they would like compensation for the workers. So these are the four main issues. I'm sure there's more, but those are the four main issues per NRP.org. In NPR.org. What was you gonna say, AG? So everything that T said is absolutely correct. What I'm going to tell the listeners from all over the world and locally is that you're looking at a snake that got his head cut off and doesn't realize it's dead yet. What And this is stuff that's taken place that, that the moves that were made five or ten years ago for GM, they're in trouble on top before this strike even happened. They're not they weren't and they're actually one of the earlier adopters of the EV movement. 
But the reality of it is they're in there too late. They're spending too much money on making these cars that are not selling or or selling enough to make a profit or turn a profit. And now with the people not making them, it's going to be a problem. So Ford and GM, I think within the next five or 10 years, are going to be no more. Toyota, Honda, I think they're going to have a rough time. I think the survivor of this whole thing may be Volkswagen. I think so. I think because a diesel gate was a blessing in disguise because they, they had to start getting involved in creating charge point or trying to get into the EV field. So I think the Volkswagen and that whole umbrella may live, but I think Tesla's eating everybody's food. It's just not even close. How did I know you were going to say that? <laughs> you know, AZ oh. know about Tesla. It's what we've been talking about. Moment is going to happen. Hey, man. Hey, you know, early. Okay. Hey, listen, don't buy that. It's a devaluated object, man. Man, my man just had two, but you know, this is all connected. He said he had two, what? No, I'm saying he just had a Porsche, spent, put all this money into it for it to just. Mm-hmm. The engine to blow out, and then oh, he buys, and then, I mean, and then he got another one. But anyway, I guess that's a whole other hey, thing. Man. But hey, man. when y'all say Porsche, that's what it made. Hey, man, they look good. They I look good. That. They're like IG honeys. They look good, but after that, what you got? <laughs> right, you got a problem, right? Right. We come now, out. It's, I got a, my it's tank another. Okay. <laughs> it's another. Um, it's another story on on CNN politics, and this is uh, about student loan interest. Uh, resumes yes. Friday. Mm-hmm. And payments restart in October. So I don't know who got some loans out, student loans out. It says, here's what borrow- borrowers should know. It says, for the first time in more than three years, the federal student loan borrowers, borrowers will be required to pay their monthly student loan bill starting in October. Okay, so I guess they didn't have to for a while. It says, the pandemic-related uh, pause which went into effect in March 2020, provided relief to nearly 44 million um, borrowers by freezing their accounts. After several extensions by both the Trump and Biden administrations, the pause will finally expire this fall as the Congress prohibited the president from extending it another time. Restarting payments at, well, restarting all at once for so many borrowers will be an unexpected task. And it says, here what borrowers need to know, right? It says, when does interest resume? Interest will start occurring again on September 1 after rates were effectively set to 0% since March 2020 for the federal student loans. Now interest rates, which are fixed and vary by loan, will return to the same rate they were before the freeze. But borrowers still won't need to take any action until their first monthly payment is due. So I don't have any student loans out, but I guess so, to whoever does. So um looked at my credit report yesterday, right? <laughs> now, I ain't paid a damn uh school loan in about two years since the, you know, since the freeze, right? So I'm on my credit report. It says uh late payment, late payment. I was like, how the hell am I late when the shit was frozen? Right? Mm-hmm. So I got on the phone. I owe 2400 like that's like that's my balance. I get on the phone. I get on the phone with the young lady. I'm like, "Listen, sweetheart. Um first of all, y'all y'all have not sent me a bill, okay? That's number 1. Number 2, why is this on my credit report?" So, of course she puts me on hold immediately, right? 
So she comes back. Oh, okay. What's your name again? I gave my name again. I had two accounts. Homegirl, homegirl <laughs> looks at both of my accounts and she says to me, now I had about seven questions. She says to me, oh, uh, you, both of your account balances are zero. I was, I said, I said, excuse mm. me. <laughs> she said, she said, both of your account balances are stating zero. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me, let, let me give you my social again. Right. <laughs> let me give my social. Gave her all my information over for, for a third time. Then I logged on to the website while she was on the phone. Man, my shit says zero. I said, listen, now that I, I need I, I need that in writing. Can you say that to me in writing, like with words on it, like with my name and zero? And so, bro, yep. my shit was wiped out, bro. My my my, my shit Biden. was Oh uh, wow. Biden hooked you up. Man, yeah. man, I, I guess bro, we know who who Trey gonna vote for right now. Yeah, dang. <laughs> That's what's 2, up. Twenty five hundred, bro, off the books, off man. the books, bro. I got a quick little, um, just a little quick entertainment jump before, before we get into the topic that I just wanted to touch on. Um, and this is Remy Ma. For those who don't know, Remy Ma is a um, is a, a female rap artist, and she's uh, married to another rap artist, a guy named Papoose. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm gonna let T break it down a little bit because. I, I'm, I'm seeing that Remy Ma was either either she hosted a battle rap mm-hmm. or she was part of it. And then the person who was battle rapping, I don't know, T, can you explain uh, what was going on with that? Yes, Remy Ma has a battle rap league. And over the weekend, Geechee Gotti versus Easy the Block Captain, they had their, their uh, square off. And during the third round, Geechee decided to... <laughs> dedicate half of the round if if not the whole thing i can't remember but he decided to dedicate a lot of it to remy now background on why he decided to attack remy back in june of this year at another rap battle event that she hosted or it's her league there's there's rumors of a fight that took place where her husband Papoose put hands and feet on Easy the Block Captain because the the internet are buzz, are buzzing saying that <laughs> Pat Pat found out about Remy and Easy Remy's cheating on the brother, <laughs> which I have a big problem with. So fast forward to over the weekend, Geechee he goes in. I wish we had some audio to play a snippet, but he goes in on Remy about her dealings and how Pat held her down and you're going to do this type of stuff. Goes in on easy and, you know, the big, big hurrah, hurrah. <laughs> the crowd, they were in Philly. The crowd turned on easy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they was going with my man Geechee. Mm-hmm. Now, Remy has denied the room the rumor of her cheating on papoose uh she's saying that that's not true papoose has not um uh, he hasn't said anything anything um but i don't know if it's true if it's not true if it is true um i think that's would would be messed up because um you know and we're not in their lives or nothing but it seemed like he really held her down while she was locked up for those six years and um i don't know no guys that would do that. I don't even know if they was married then, or maybe they were. I don't know. But she was locked up for six years for shooting another female, 
And he was, you know, seemed like he was really there for it like that. So, I mean, it's not good for anybody to get cheated on, but um, that would be real messy and messed up if that uh, is actually true. So, if she was the bread, if she's the breadwinner, right? She can she do what she wants. No, 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 no. I'm asking, I'm asking the group. How do we know she's the breadwinner? Which, which, right, which yeah, yeah. Because, Cause... because, because, let's, okay, let's be hypothetical, T. Right, let's be hypothetical and say she's she she's the breadwinner, right? Remy Remy with Joe, Remy does her thing. Now, Pat, you know I love I love me some Pat. That's my man. But let's just say that 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 Remy is bringing in a nice amount from her from you know the rap battle league and all that stuff. Would y'all be? Would you think twice about the consequences of you ending it, or by him not being there? Do you think that? He solidified. He knows something's going on. That's why he didn't even show up. What do y'all? What, what do y'all think about that? Would y'all leave? Would y'all walk out? Or would you try to work it out? I mean, I think he's taking the high road by not speaking on it. Um, mm-hmm. you're asking me if that was me. Are you? Are you asking if yeah, it was me yeah. and it, and, and it, it was, was true you. and it happened? And um, it was. It, 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 it was mm, yeah. Okay, so if that was me, if I was Papoose, and let's just say we don't know if it's true, but let's say it is true. And I was with somebody who was locked up for six years. And in those six years, I never slept with another female. And I held her down. I held my person down and was going to visit her and doing everything that I could for her. And then we get home and then she cheats. It's not always about, you know, so it's, it's layers to it. Okay, you cheated. How many times did you cheat? And me, I need to know what, what happened when you cheated. What is cheating? I mean, did y'all, did you give, give him head? I mean, like, I need to know everything. And after that... Whoa. Um, yeah, I need to know it all. You know what I mean? And after that happens, for me, for me to hold somebody down and then for that to happen, and I've been, um, you know, faithful in my relationship or whatever, that would be tough for me to come back from. Um, mm. it, it really would, especially because we're public figures. Yeah. And bro. now it's out there. And now mm. to the point where it's in a rap battle, you know how embarrassing that is as a man, yeah, bro. as a person to hear that. And I mean, that's a lot to deal with. Um, If it was true, I, I don't know if I could stick in there, man. I don't know. And if I did stick in there, I'm going to be honest. I would be very immature and petty. And I'm going to have to start smashing me a lot of Jones off. You so. you hey. Okay. Yeah, as okay. you should. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of that, has anybody seen uh, the Bongos video? Oh shit! <laughs> Go ahead, e. my bad. E. No, that was it. That, that, that's I mean, if I was in that position, that's how. I, that's what I think yeah, would happen. You know what I mean? So, but I don't know if it's true or not. You know what I mean? Who knows? But that's what they're saying. So, let's keep it moving. Anyway, we can. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the topic tonight, man. And uh, the topic tonight is what I said earlier. For those who may have joined in a little later, uh, last this is part two of a part one that was last week where we discussed the reasons why men don't communicate well in relationships, friendships, marriages, et cetera, right? And we went through, we, we used this uh, site called Turning the Page, that something, I don't know, called Turning the Page. And on that site, Turning the Page, they had 26 reasons uh, why men don't talk, their reasons. And we went through a lot of the reasons. Some of them would really seem like they didn't apply, um, but a lot of them did. And I think we got up to number... Uh, 15 or 16 and then and we just going to pick up from there um and so if you want to listen to you know catch what we were talking about in the last part you know how i always say the pause are available everywhere but mm-hmm. 
to keep it moving, I think we were on. It says, um, so we're doing 26 reasons why, why men don't speak up. Number 13 is what it says. They have repeatedly told hard enough. We did that one. 14, absolutely, we did that. Fear of the other dependence. So I think we on, we're not sure what happened if they open up. No. So we on 17, I think. I think we did get to 16. So I'm going to start with 17. And 17, it says that um, they have been open before thinking it was confidential. And then they found out what they shared was shared with others. Now there is an inability to trust anyone with deep stuff. And so with that being said, do you all have you all ever been in a situation where you've shared something deep with the person and then they and then come to find out that they told somebody else, but you told them not to? And if that did happen, did that make you not want to did that make you want to be less of a person to communicate? Yeah, I'll go. I've had it happen before in friendships. Uh, have interval, uh, not really, uh, yeah, ma- mainly friendships or situationships. I've had it happen before, and yeah, I felt that way where where I didn't want to share anything serious again. What about you, AG? I mean, definitely. Um, what happened in the past, especially when, when dealing with relationships and teenagers, you find out that people talk, especially women. Mm-hmm. You know, women talk a lot, and what a lot of times men will Damn. talk to men will talk <laughs> to uh, a lady and confide on a lady they hardly know because it's a lady, and then they don't realize that everybody talks, and you know that's not the best thing for you if you were trying to keep a secret. So my whole thing is, you know, the best way to keep a secret is tell no one. You know, if you don't want anybody to know what right. you're doing, you know what I mean. <laughs> Right. But at the same time, in this day and age, there are no secrets. I mean, everybody finds out everything at one point, you know, strangely enough. So I don't bug. What, what do you think that when, when, when you can think back to that happened, what, yeah. do you think that you took the vibe of keeping it moving? Or, oh did, you t- or, or did you tell yourself, like, <laughs> you know what? I ain't telling nobody nothing no more. Like The second know. one, it's like, damn, people run their mouth, man. They need to, you know, watch TV or something if they're bored. But, yeah, like, that definitely closed me up. because. No, and also, you. whenever we share something, it's almost weakness, right? You know, like, you you can find on someone, hey, you know, this, this, this. And then they just take that power from you when they just start running their mouth and telling everybody. Very true. That's Trey, who you didn't spill the beans to, and and, and they didn't bruh. and they didn't tell your business, bro. Bro, first of all, first of all, let me go back to what uh, AG was talking about. I think I think men talk just as much as women talk. To be honest, now now they do. With the now they do. Now they do. Like 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 with the gossiping, right? True. Um, I think that it depends on. Okay, me me personally, I'm not going to tell you anything that can affect me if you tell somebody else right so we're close but it's still a lot that i haven't told you because i don't i don't i i don't think that me telling you you can't help me with that situation right and then also you're gonna know if that person is uh chatty patty just off a basic conversation right if something comes back to you from somebody else you're like okay now, it depends on the relationship that you already have with that person. Well, you can go to that person and be like, bro, I told you that in confidence. It depends on what it is. True. It depends on what it is. It depends on what the words are, right? Now, if it's hate, if it's, if it's, 
disdain, if it's something like dog, like you couldn't just come talk to me about that, right? It depends on how how close that relationship is with that person. What did you tell that person, right? And then who comes and brings it back to you? So everybody still talks, but without without it being um, the meaning or you trying, you know what I mean? Like conversation is conversation, but but things that people hold in confidence, you know what those things should be. But some people, they, they don't say it like that. Some people just like the gossip because they themselves don't have anything going on. So you just got to watch who you're giving this information to. So what I've oh, learned great. is that um, I've learned that in sharing certain things with certain people, um, I have learned that people will tell your business, but I also have learned that you can't share everything with everybody. And um, and I learned that with um, so I, I learned that with being sometime being married, right? So there you go. With, and communicating, See. if sometimes, and, and I'm just using marriage as an example. Yep. Now you can get good advice from anybody at any time, right? And just because a person is not in your situation does doesn't mean that they can't give you good advice. But I learned with being married that when I talk about marital issues, that I'd rather talk to a person who is married or who has been married. Because I learned that uh, when sometimes when a person isn't, they don't really see it. They can't really see what you're saying. And then anybody can give you solid advice on basic things. But but sometimes if a person has not been in that situation before, they really can't give the advice that you may be looking for or they don't understand or they can't view it the way that you're viewing it. So I don't, I did, so I didn't learn necessarily don't tell anybody anything, but you have to be careful of who you speak to about certain subjects. I will, that's what I'll say about that, right? And so to move to number 18, it says uh, years and years of receiving messages of being encouraged to have a stiffer lip that, boys mustn't cry real men are tough enough or tough men i don't know about the verbiage let me read that again it says years and years of receiving messages of being encouraged to have a stiffer lip that boys mustn't cry real men are tough men um i don't know about you i don't know about me years and years receiving that type of message about um Men are men and don't talk. I, I don't think that was the message in my family about um, not talking. I don't remember having conversations that way. Um, what about you guys? What you got, AJ? I mean, we, you know, I, I came up through an era that you never show weakness. You never talk about your problems. You never talk about, you know, I don't feel good or, you know, this is bothering me. You just kind of weather through it. You know, I think that's why we always, you know, during that time period, we're full of jokes. And, you know, try to get through it in, in our best way possible. But, you know, looking back, I think we would have benefited talking, you know, getting it out there. Because when you talk, depending on who you're talking with, they may have gone through it already or they may be going through it as well. And now you don't feel like you're the only one in the world going through it. But, you know, again, at that time, the culture was, you know, you don't tell people your business, you know, and you just kind of, you know, like it's like this, the article says, you keep a stiff upper lip and just keep it pushing. What about you, T? Yeah, uh, I have the same sentiments as you. Uh, just change the verbiage on here. Like you said, uh, don't share your feelings. Don't show weakness. All of this. You know, that's just something that happens to a lot of young boys. So as we grow up, 
we we lack the communication skills, especially with a partner. That's a great point. Especially with a partner. We lack it with a partner to be able to be vulnerable. So this is it plays into it. Just gotta change the verbiage up. No, for sure. So number 20 is um learning at an early age. No, I'm sorry. I um number 19. Being told as a child that you're a failure, you're you're loose, you're useless, you're a parasite, <laughs> you know nothing, and then as an adult hearing the messages echo back to you. So for me, I can't relate to that because I was never told that. Thank goodness, growing up, I was never. Life was always spoken to me. Uh, positivity was always spoken to me, and I didn't. I wasn't told by anybody that I was a failure, useless. So I can't relate to that one. Now I, I can't relate to this verbiage, but I can relate to the sentiment, mm-hmm. the the message that was said to me, which was rarely it was rarely said, but it stuck out, and I always kept it. Was that you're going to be like your father? Mm-hmm. Wow. Likewise. And even though it was said, like literally maybe a handful of times throughout my childhood, throughout my, throughout, yeah, my childhood through even young adulthood, just a handful of times I heard that, but it stuck out enough to where whenever I'm at a point where I'm at a low, that comes into my head. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like my father. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I've heard those things, you know, not necessarily those exact words, but the, the same, Close to it. the same feeling, like you're not going to end up doing anything. You're going to do this. You're, how are you going to progress? You're going to be bum. I can't depend on you. Stuff like that, you know? Um, but it's funny because <laughs> I'll tell you, God, God is great. Right. Um, does anybody who's ever told me that back then, or even now, like it would affect me when I heard it back then. Now it's just fuel, you know. Sure. Like I always look, I always like to do this comparison thing with me. You know, I'm a competitive person, but I'm like, oh, look at them and look at me, and let's talk about it. True. You know, what What do your eyes tell you? You know what I mean? Like, you know, we can go further into it, but that kind of also tells you, you know, you can't let people have that much control over you, man. But it's hard when you're getting that from parents or or older siblings or whomever, right? Um, it's it's just tough. But it, it took me a while to realize that what they were saying was not true. Trey, was that ever told to you, or not really? That that's not that's not relatable for you. Um, it was a lot of uh, it was a lot of strife. It was a lot of uh, it was a lot of stress, right? Uh, I would say that my that my growing up, uh, my environment, it was very very stressful, right? Um, a lot of instability. Uh, up to a certain point so it did affect me mentally where I was not open really with anyone right I was kind of uh, insecure about my father's situation Uh, having an older sister us just going through it man you know what I mean just you know uh, eviction but but you weren't really told shit like that but 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 as far as as far as as far as the verbiage from the stress, yeah, yeah, like you would, you like you would, you would, you would hear things. You okay. see what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So, 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 yeah. Meaning, just, just set, set setting the scene from the actual uh, environment that will cause words to come out, words to be used. You getting cussed out as a kid. You know what I'm saying? So, 
but uh luckily luckily man i had two two pillars you know in my life man my uncle and my cousin but they were super strong on me too because they saw the way I, I was going so their language was strong but they were speaking they were speaking life in into me right and for me to open up to them it was tough but once i did i, I understood that they were there to try to push me to that to that next level um but what i do but just just like ag said i definitely man everything i use everything for for fuel i keep i, I just keep pushing myself man when i'm when, I, when i'm coaching kids i'm so careful with my words mm -hmm. i was just on the field two hours ago yeah, bro i'm so careful with how i speak to these kids and i make sure that i'm speaking life into them a lot of yeah, them man. are coming from single parent homes uh one of my kids has uh adhd adhd excuse me um so it's 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 really important man like they see you as that mentor so and and, and i definitely appreciate that man so everything that i've been through I just I just I just flip it. So I I become the person that I needed when I was when I was that age. You know no, that's saying? dope. So yeah. number 20 is uh learning. I got a bug in my basement. I can't tell what kind of bug it is. I want to kill uh -oh. it, but I want to yes, keep sir. doing the part. Uh -oh. I don't know if it's a spider. Ahead, I, don't, I don't know what the fuck it is. You're not but, scared, right. so, I ain't scared of it. I'm very I'm very stomping. As long as it's not no mouse. As long as not not no. No, it ain't a mouse, but it's okay. irritating me because it's crawling. It's a mouse. Bro. Only in the rec room. I'm gonna get the play by play of ease. Yeah, it's like while I'm talking, while I'm talking, the joint crawling on the on the carpet. But anyway, number twenty is um. Learning at an early age to shut your mouth and roll with the punches. Hell yeah. Yeah, now I can relate That's to right. that. Um, <laughs> yeah, because, you know, my mother wasn't playing with no talk about what's going on and shit. You just going to deal with it. <laughs> you gonna stay. You're going to stay in the child's place. And that's how it's gonna right. rock out. So yeah, I did learn yeah. that at an early age. <laughs> yeah, I learned how to roll with the punches, but the <laughs> shutting shutting my mouth part, that was not, that was not me. I'm shocked you know, by that too. No, no. I you know, I I got plenty of whoopings, plenty of smacks yeah. because I don't shut up. It just doesn't happen. If I have a opinion about something, I'm gonna give it. So even and back then, T Street, even always back been then, like that, huh? I've always been like that. That's why I'm like that now still. Beautiful. Because I'm like, hey, what you gonna do? <laughs> it stops hurting after a little while. Right. That's Bruh. hilarious. And so that was so everybody did the learning with the everybody absolutely learning with that. So yeah. 21 is um terrified of rejection. Uh should others see what's really going on inside? So it says men don't communicate. Uh a reason that men don't communicate is because they're tired, they're terrified of rejection. Uh should others see what's really going on inside. Now, only time that I've been uh feel afraid of rejection is when maybe uh trying to talk to a female mm -hmm. you know that's the only time i can think of the word rejection i've never been scared to not get a job and all that type of stuff or whatever you know other stuff but yes i don't like rejection i didn't like rejection i don't know if anybody does when you're approaching a female or whatever i was the type of person that um if i hung when i was hanging out if I try to book two girls or get two females numbers and I got turned down by two, I, that that was the end of the night for me. Hey. If, I, if I was over two, did you try to do it at the same time or did you? No, not right. at the same time. But you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you go to one and then you know they say they like nah, whatever. You go to another one. 
once I was nah. over two, I felt like it wasn't my night. Nah. So um, that's the only rejection that you know. That's the only rejection that that I can think about. But uh, you know, but lovely. have y'all been told? Um, well, are y'all scared of rejection? And does that make you all not communicate because you don't want to be rejected? Huh. Uh, I won't. I guess. I guess you could consider it rejection, but I don't. If I when I do. If I if, when I'm thinking about sharing something that I'm keeping inside, if I feel like someone's going to just try to blow me off or just tell me that that's not important or whatever, anything like that, then maybe you know some some not really fear but some doubt of whether I should just keep this to myself or not will come into play. I got you. You should think, AJ. Man, listen, um, I think I stopped caring when I was a teenager for rejection because once you kind of lose everything, you're like, if, you know, you got nothing else to lose and you, you start becoming secure with yourself. And, and I, I came to the conclusion it's not a rejection because I'm not gaining anything that I didn't have before. Like if they weren't like, let's mindset. say with you, e, if I didn't have the phone number before, I'm still didn't get the number. So it's not like I lost anything. Um, and I always knew, and I mean, come on, you got to give people a reason to say no, just like you got to give them a reason to say yes. So I, I think I put my mind power into trying to get the yes, instead of being like concerned about getting a no, or I can't do that. I'll be like, oh, what would I need to do to get the yes? And I like, you know, again, it's just that, that putting it through a different lens and that mind shift and I apply it to my life. That's why I like, you know, every time we will go out, I'm talking to everybody because I'm not scared. You know what I mean? And I, I don't got anything to lose. Yeah, you when really say you are social, AG. Hey, man, everybody. Yeah, when you out, everybody. Man. <laughs> You've been like that since he was like what? Yeah, sixteen. Yeah, that, that was right around that time, Trey. Like, I, bro, yeah. This, yo, yo, AG. The same. He's the same person since he was sixteen, bro. So super, super confidence. And with me, hell no, because <laughs> my my confidence level, or call it whatever you, not a rejection thing is is nah. That's 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 not in my. That's not in my vocabulary. Well, you know what? The, the what I'll say is with with me, with me saying that I'm super highly confident, but I just I but I don't know anybody no, who you. who likes rejection though. Hell no, hell no. <laughs> hell I mean, no. I don't know. Tell me, like I play that shit off. I play that Tell shit me, off. Though. I ain't even gonna relate. Shit. I'm gonna play that shit off real smooth. <laughs> you know what now, mean? are y'all are y'all just talking about as far as talking to a female? Because that's not what my well, my no, no, I'm talking about okay. overall. It's and just everything. that it's just the, that's the only thing I related to because that's the only thing that I have felt right. the way no, about or something they, like that when it comes to rejection. He wears oh, okay. his heart on his sleeve. Nah, nah, you know. <laughs> he, he's emotional. What I think, he's what I, <laughs> what I think, what I think, what that question was going to was like um, a man trying to divulge his feelings, maybe as a young kid or maybe mm -hmm. as like a teenager. To somebody and feeling that once they open up that they might get rejected i i that that did happen to me like when i was like when i was when i was younger right the insecurity that shit would just make you think like nobody nobody can relate to me mm -hmm. right like right. Like, mm -hmm. like you know you see what i'm yeah. saying like like you your your mind starts to trick you and make you think that but in essence all you got to do is just keep moving and just uh, whatever it is, you have to have a goal. That's the biggest thing, man. With like younger kids, man. If you if your family life 
is messed up, you think that 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 is your world. You depend on these people, and and these people are not reliable, right? But that's the great thing about we're talking about with Dion. Dion grew up in in a fatherless home. His coaches were his dads, right? Mm-hmm. So these mentors help help to pull things out of you that you didn't even know that you had. It could be your friends. It could be a uh, whatever it is, books. So I would just encourage you, man, just to like look. If you in that space, just find 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 something, and just develop tools to try to get out of those dark places when they come, because they still gonna come. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Now you know number twenty two is a good one. Mm-hmm. So number twenty two is a reason why they say men don't communicate well is because they don't want to be a burden on their loved ones. True. Ding 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 ding. And that's I think it. that's a great one because um and and I believe that's actually out of all these, that's probably one of the best ones because you know, and this may not even be a man thing, it could be just a human thing where you don't want to you may have something going on, but uh you want to stay strong about it. And if you feel like you communicate everything that you feel in, that you become a burden on someone. And I think that that's very true. I think that could apply to anybody. What y'all think? That's exactly. 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 It can apply to anybody. And like I experienced this now, like over the past five years, dealing with my accident and my recovery. And especially in the beginning when it was at its when I was at my worst, most people when they ask me how I am, I'm okay. I don't, you know, I just I don't want to burden them with my feelings. Because I know at some point after the shock of he almost died after the oh he's going to be all right after a while people got to get back to their lives they're not going to be 100 worried about you when they know that you're fine as far as moving on with your life the other stuff i don't i didn't want to be a burden to anyone because at some point you know it's tiring it's taxing to hear from somebody when they're going through something and if you're the one that's always there to pick up the phone or listen to their feelings, it takes a lot to not get into the mode of, man, you need to stop bitching. It takes a lot to not get, go there. You know, I've gone there with, with some friends before. And then once I do it, I have to catch myself and apologize for that in the moment. But you know, I won't let it linger because I know how it feels. I know how it feels to when I even the few people that I did talk to in the, in the beginning, how they will be belittle my feelings. And it's like, come on now. You, you, you wanted me to open up. OK, I chose to open up and then you're going to belittle my feelings. You're going to make it seem like, OK, nigga, nigga, you're alive. Stop bitching. Wow. Yeah, that'll you know, make you shut down. That even make you yeah, shut down, or, yeah. or, 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 or get or, angry, or get or, angry. Or, yeah. One of the two, yeah. or both. Shut down or right, up. right. So that was. Um, I don't know if you had anything else, but that was. Um, what number was that? That was twenty-two. Mm-hmm. And so um, number I dealt twenty. With that. I dealt okay, with go that. ahead. Not, not to cut you off. E. No, um, you good. I dealt with that uh, in my. I would say in my early teen years, bro. Um, I dealt with just that question um, with moving, moving in, like moving from where I was uh, to Alexandria, 
based off of my living situation, right? And so I did feel like a burden uh, with, with moving in to my father's spot. Uh, and that same feeling, I did, like, I did that make you not want to communicate though? Like, like feeling, feeling like that, did it make you, did, did it put you in the shutdown? I'm not talking to nobody mode or it it didn't made, affect that part. It made me into what I had to be to make that situation work. Right. So I was kind of, I was kind of numb and kind of cold to it, but I, but it was, it was a, it was a stable place for me, right? Um, I just, I just felt like whatever part I needed to play to stay where I was staying until I graduated, I did that. But I like things, think things were said to me while I was there that would, that would make me stay in that shell, and not say things because I kind of understood what my environment was um and i'm the i'm the new kid here right uh so so i kind of i kind of just shut down on on purpose but once but once i graduated and and i got out of there you know i never came back but you know that 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 place was a blessing for me when i when i needed what i needed it to be so i'm not going to sit here and act like it was a negative thing but i was very i, I did feel like I was, you know, uh, not really a part of that of that situation, right? I got you. And, but I did what I had to do. You see what I'm saying? I got you. You had anything, Ag, or you ready for me to go to the next one? No, I think my brothers did a great job. All right. So number twenty three is um, guilt and shame for both real and perceived failings. So they saying men don't communicate because of guilt and shame for both real and perceived failings. Oh, okay. So I guess if you are trying to achieve something in life and you don't, mm. it doesn't happen and you feel guilty and ashamed about it, okay. maybe that makes you a person who doesn't communicate that much. Um, yeah. I'm trying to I was think there. About, okay, yeah, I, I can understand that one. Go ahead, T Street. Yeah, I was there. Uh, Trey, when I bring it up, Trey should remember uh, when Uh-oh. when I lost my office job, when I lost my office job okay. right before the recession hit, uh, and I and I was unemployed for for like a year and a half, uh, just just losing the job, I was already ashamed right there. You fast forward after a year and a half, when I go flat broke, then it's, it's it gets even worse. Like I shut down, I stopped talking to all of y'all. Stop talking to everybody. Stop coming around, and it took took some time before I would come around. I remember having a conversation with weekends at weekend weekend at juniors. Went over to his uh his apartment, the 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 trap as as it was nicknamed. Went over there, and uh, we was having a conversation, and he was like, "Man, why you don't come around?" I was like, "Man, listen, man, I I'm in I'm in a place." And I don't want to bring everybody else down. And he was like, he was mad. He was like, man, just because you're not at your best right now don't mean that you don't have to come around us. We supposed to be boys. You can come talk, chill, even when you're going through it or if everything is good. So, yeah, I, I've, I've been in that situation where I just felt, 
I just felt like people looked at me as a failure in that moment, even though, you know, it is what it is. People lose their job. It was the fact that I didn't understand what a recession meant and we were right headed into it. And the fact that I was getting denied for every job I applied for, it was, it was hard. It was very difficult for me. And that was truly the hardest time in my life. This accident, going through all of that, that's the second hardest time ever. This, just losing the job, going flat broke, feeling like a loser, start, starting to hear you're like your father again. That was probably like the seventh time I heard it during that year and a half where I was unemployed. It was, you know, it was a lot. It was a lot for me and I shut down. And um, Trey, I ain't want to cut you off. Was you about to say something? No, 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 bro. Um, I that that used to burn me up. You know, like you like your father shit, like that that mm -hmm. right there, bro. You talk about fire. Yep. Yep. You talking about fire. Um, but now, like in my older years, bro, all that shit that that I felt back then, like I use it, like we said, like uh, as far as you know. Everything that I was back then, I'm I'm the total opposite now. Like I'm super outgoing, like I'm super outgoing with with business or, or or just with socializing. I try to turn everything into something positive, right? And so, but I don't know if I'll be this person without those without those type of situations. So that's that's all I really wanted to add to that to that question. Okay, and so number twenty four says so we almost at. at all 26. Number 24 says men don't communicate because of a lifetime of negative self-talk. Mm. So they saying that men don't some men shut down from communicating because they 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 down talk themselves all through their life and then that makes them I guess them become, you know, reclusive and, and quiet. Mm. Um, that's not my experience. I'm the total opposite. Right. But I guess that can relate to some people. So 25 is um, some men don't communicate because repeated messages from society and media devaluing the role of men. I can't relate to that one either because I'm definitely not going to let no <laughs> no right. outside forces determine right. what I feel about myself. So I don't know who, I'm, right. I, if anybody goes through that, and that's kind of. That's the power of, of media. Mm -hmm. that's, that's why it's in the Constitution. Because if I can sway just a couple million of y'all, I can get things done. So unfortunately, people's daily thought process is based off of what they read on CNN, how they feel about blacks, all kind of well. negative, negative, negative thoughts. Um, and they and and they go off of that. Well, I tell you what, if you if you're a person that lets the media or society devalue you and because of that makes you feel less of a man and not communicate then you need some deeper help then uh, because that's that's a good point that's not i don't think that's that that ain't normal yeah. i think so, i could relate to it though i think i could relate to it when i was a kid when i was a kid and just seeing how society put you know white people were like the kings of everything uh and then and then um even with looking at like the beauty fashion it's always some slim white dude mm -hmm. and you know being bigger 
you know, it was just that used to play on me, especially as a kid. Did it happen as an adult? I'm sure it did, but for the most part, I can I can easily push through that now. Like even as a as a 20 year old, as a, as an 18 year old, I as a as a 16 year old, I was starting to push through that. I'm overweight. Okay, all you can say about me, I'm overweight. All right, great, cool. I'm overweight. I can still I can still do some of the things that just about anybody else can do. So I had no, I never had any problem with women. So, so that right there was confidence enough. He had to add that shit in, huh? <laughs> yeah, let him know, T Streets. Now, <laughs> number 26 is the last one out of this list. And it says, uh, men don't communicate because men being uncertain about who they are and their purpose. A confusion that leads to being stuck in a no man's land. So they saying if you don't know who you are as a person, and you don't know your purpose in life, I guess that makes you shut down and don't talk to anybody. Um, that's another one that I, me personally, I can't relate to. I've always been sure of myself. Um, and I've always felt like I do have a purpose in life beyond going to work every day. Right. Um, so that doesn't relate to me, but I, I'm sure it relates to some some men out there. Does it relate to any of you all? AJ, how you feel, AJ? Nah, does not at all. But I mean, hey man, everybody's different, you know. But definitely not over here. It really depends on who you are as a person, and it depends on who your circle is. True, right? Um, if you're around a bunch of people whose whose uh, self confidence is low, and you guys hang out a lot, that shit is gonna affect you. For that's sure, gonna, that's gonna affect your worldview, yeah. right? Um, and so if you if you around your people that you're used to hanging around, but you're feeling that your thoughts are different than theirs, then that might be like a cue, you know? Right. That might be a cue, you know what I'm saying? Just just to try to find a new group, or or just get into what you you think you you feel that your purpose is, whatever that is, you know, just just take that route. But don't, but don't, don't, don't be conscious of the issue and stay right. in in the issue. Right. That's what the problem true. is. One thing I also see is generational because a lot of these things, yeah, they're dead on, and a lot of these things are nowhere close. I don't think that applies to us because it seems like all of us kind of agree now that doesn't apply to me. It didn't happen to me, or when it did happen to me, this I dealt with it. It never brought us down. Right. But I think that this generation, like the teenagers now and young adults, right. like in their twenties, I think. It's the opposite. I think the the <laughs> the scarring stuff that happened to us is not happening to them. But on the flip side, what's interesting is what I'm seeing is that yeah, you might not have gotten the negative talk or you know the trust issues, but it's interesting how these other things are affecting you when we never let it get us down. So I just think that dynamic is real interesting. And 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 like like the suicide rates now. Right. Are through the are through the roof like that's like another pod, but but everything that we that we're talking about now, e like in the last like twelve questions, like people really don't see solutions, nope. they only see their problems, like a lot of them. Excuse me, a lot of them. But what it leads to is it leads to people take taking themselves up out of here. Like like the rates are 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 crazy when you dig into them. And you know, people like not leaving notes, so you don't know why, but this person, you know, got fired. 
This person mm -hmm. was detached from us for a couple weeks. This per so it's it's different. It's different reasons, but just like A A G was saying, like this this particular generation is is really taking a hold on them in 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 a, in a negative way. Well, to to tie a bow on all of it, um, I will say this: for men, women, period, communication is important. And um, there's nothing wrong with being a person who communicates. Communicate. You need to be, uh, whether it's in your job, whether it's in a friendship, whether it's in a relationship, people need to know how you feel and where you stand. When you communicate, you can get through a lot of things in life. But when you don't talk and you shut down and you keep your feelings to yourself, then a lot of negative things can grow and fester in that. So I believe communication is the key in, uh, in all aspects of life, in every friendship, in every relationship, and in every marriage, if you put communication at the forefront, you have a great chance of being successful. Absolutely. Um, that's how I feel about that. Agreed. Hey. Peace, everybody. Hey, Run them down, Trey. Bruh, bruh. I don't know. I don't know if we if we on like HBO, Cinemax, Fox Five. YouTube, we got we got a packed house ahead tonight. I, I don't know what you're doing with the, with I the saw marketing, that. with the marketing budget, bro. I don't, I don't know, know what's, what's going on, man. So so look, first of all, somebody about to make me mad off the break. Somebody H H W S A U U H U. Look, spell your damn name. Stop playing. <laughs> nah, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. We have um, Ebronke Babatunde in the house. What's up? What's up, man? What's up, man? We appreciate you. We got a uh, PBAC, uh, JWRU. See what I'm saying? Stop playing with me, y'all. They in here with us tonight. We got Pretty Rez. What's up, Pretty Rez? About time. You was a little late though, but you here, okay? We got, we got, we got the first lady in the rec room. We got Miss Donnie. Miss Donnie, 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 Donnie is in the house. You know, she all, she all in, in, in the chat. You know what I'm saying? We got, we got our man Millie. We got our man Millie in here. With us, friend, friend, friend of the show. What's up, Millie? Millie, Millie in here. We got my man, Steven. We got my man, Steven. What's going on, Steven? Thanks for being on the show, man. Thanks for listening in. We got love underscore. How you doing? She in here every week. She in here every, every week weekend. with us. We got GMA. I'm going to get her a Starbucks, Starbucks yeah. coupon, man. Yeah, Go man. We got, we got, she competing with uh, Pretty Red for the Starbucks, for the Starbucks All giveaway. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We have, I, I said, I said, what's up, the GMH? We, we still in here. We have uh, Coco Melon. Coco Melon, what's up, Coco? I think I know who Coco Melon is. We got, we got um, MUYP up in the studio with us. What's up with you? We got uh, UKD in here with us. We got a friend of the show. We got my man Darius in the studio with us tonight. Darius, the author, the the, the fantastic author. What's up, what up, what up? All right, we got we got Tyreek in here. No one is past his damn bedtime. I don't know why he acting like he grown tonight. Reek, dog. He, we got Reek up in here. We got my man Big. We got my man Big Richard in here with us tonight. What's up, Rich? Appreciate you, bro. We got we got friend of the show every week. Dope, dope, being here with us every single week, like like everybody else. Okay, we still packed in here. We still running it down. Give me I one second you, there. Bro. I already shouted out. Oh, we got we got my man Paul. My man name is Paul Made by God. <laughs> Paul <laughs> Paul Made by God is in what's the up, studio. Paul? Appreciate we got we got Ladybug. Ladybug, what's up, Ladybug? We appreciate you. 
We got Gigi in the studio with us tonight. What's up, Gigi? We appreciate you, man. We so got, that's, we that's house, where we at. We're back in here. Well, I want to say thank you to everyone who is listening, uh, who will listen. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Like I always say, it's a dope pod. Uh, you can catch the pod, uh, the pod being pod, on um, any place that you listen to podcasts. Um, Google Pod. I need, still need to get on Apple Pod, um, Spotify, all those places. Now, every week I always say that, you know, we're going to be doing the live pod, the in-person pod. Well, guess what? We already did it. So we actually completed the first in-person pod. Um, the only thing I have to do is upload it to YouTube, which I'm going to do tomorrow. I will uh, advertise it on our Instagram page. Please uh, follow us at the Rec Room Pod on Instagram. On there is our YouTube page, the link to our YouTube page. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Um, I can't wait to upload the first in-person episode. So follow the IG, and then I'll put the link up there for you all. Uh, thank you all again, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.